に上がら関係ねえ<笑> Shall we begin? Into his coming I can do this all day Tear down this wall Hello everyone and welcome to one of the best podcasts in the world according to listen notes for everyone that doesn't know my name by now I'm Peter and my partner's Luca and we have walked on the boulevard of the broken dreams and now we are climbing on the ladder of the chaos to the path of greatness everyone is a slave to something said Ashen Lado who we will gonna analyze and break through the shelf of men and penetrate into the core of the king ideal tactician strategist without comprehension, the man without remorse, leader with no fear, the puppeter, the fox, the lone wolf, the asselad. Oh, Luca, how ya doing? I'm doing great. Uh, very, very excited for, for us to break down Asherado, the king and villain saga, the classic of today's world, modern anime and everything else. Yeah, for everyone wondering what uh, what character is Asherad? Where's he from? He's from Vinland Saga. Not many people know about Vinland Saga, and you should. It's a great anime, great art, or a great piece of art, and everyone should watch it. It's a pure ten. Uh, listen, uh, because we're gonna dive deep into it, and obviously, spoiler alert. Uh, you had two years to watch. Uh, our dear listeners who didn't watch, please, right now, we can wait. Go watch Vinland Saga, get back to this video after you watch it, you won't regret it. But listen, Vinland Saga, I mean, you mentioned it, uh, two years and it's still kind of under the radar in my opinion. Yeah. The fact that it doesn't have the dub still amazes me. Yeah, they, they, they just announced it because of the announcement of the second season. I mean, it's crazy that anime this good, story this good. Uh, is kind of under the radar. It doesn't have the popularity that that maybe we should have, like the Attack on Titan, in my opinion. Yeah, let me just say, the Villain Saga isn't the anime that raised the bar. Villain Saga is the bar. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. And uh, listen, uh, when you when you think about it, because in 2019 was rich uh, in anime programming, but but. When you think about the villain saga, it's not just a great piece of anime art. It's just a great piece of art in general. Like, uh, if you never watched any anime in your life, I think you could appreciate this show. Like, it's one of the shows, like, this story could work in any medium. 100%. Yeah, for sure. It's and it's really adult-themed. And everything that you can see there, it, it has some meaning. It's deep. And it should get analyzed by us. Uh, yeah, I mean, when you think about the writing, ju- just writing, not to dive deep into general of Vinland Saga, b- because we we're going to talk about Asherado uh, in deep, but j- just the the one of the great writings of the of the characters, just so smart, just in the way they adapted it in the anime, it deserves special praise from the Vid Studio, and I mean, just just great piece of work. Please, in right now, if you haven't watched, I'm repeating. Go watch Villain Saga. Come back here. We'll be still. We'll still be here, please. And just to mention, it's better than Vikings. Okay, when we first saw Askeladd, he was calm and mysterious character, and then he had the fight with Thor. And what did you expect from Askeladd on the first sight? Oh, well, it's uh, quite interesting. His introductions, like when we first saw him uh, negotiating with Floki. Uh, going to, to kill the, 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 the Thors. 
Uh, but the, listen, I think that's one of the central points of the uh, his character because uh, he kills the the protagonist Zed, and th there's this honorable character that uh, we already appreciate and everything. And at that point, we we kind of get to hate him for the first time, like even though we see his kind of commands respect and he's like you know it still has some white in him but right now he is like you know we're turning against him so to speak so in that point i thought that he's gonna be a total jerk total asshole but even at that moment when when i look back uh, at the series uh, he he kind of honored some of the promise he made to tours because he didn't kill the the, the the rest of the crew they went back and of course he didn't kill Torfin, but well, you know, let's dive deep into Torfin later and his relationship with uh, Askelet. But at that moment, even though I kind of hated him, I still saw that that isn't everything that we are going to see from Askelet and his character. Yeah, but just on the first scene, you can you can thought that he will be the recurring character or some of some kind or even yeah. non-important after the fight with Thor's maybe that he will die or something but uh, when the things progressed when the conflict came and everything he, his uh, conversation with Thor's you can already see that he's a man of honor in some kind yeah and and he and he has some hidden goals in himself he wants to conquer yeah and that's why like listen uh his definition of what uh, the term George Martin likes to use a gray character like, no matter how many arguments you make for he's good, or no matter how many arguments you claim for he's bad, you can never find, catch yourself on one side. You know, you are always in the middle when it comes to him. And like you said, you can see that he has some code of honor. He he honors that, that part of the promise. But at the same time, he is mercenary. Uh, his goal is to kill uh, the, the, the Thors. And he, he did it. Uh, that was his thing. And he did it. Like, but still, there was another part of him that kind of respected him and was like, no, I'm not going to kill his son. I'm going to let his crew go. And uh, that's very interesting. From the first time that happens, you kind of know this is a deep one. And uh, this, is not, this is not all we know about this guy. Yeah, and wasn't it a crazy road with him? And what do you think? Now, there's a dilemma. Can we um, uh, think that Ascalet is actually the protagonist of the series? He actually took the, the, yeah. the most of the scenes for the most parts of the anime. Yeah, because in in the first six episodes, you can uh, you you have like the Thorfinn already you know follow them and there's that he he survives and that, but then kind of at one point. Uh, Askeladd takes a main role and he's like the main guy and he's calling the main shots and you follow him most of the episodes which is kind of funny because but it really feels like this part of the story was mainly his in some sense but through the relationship with Dorvin who is our protagonist that all kind of falls into the place which is why this is great writing you know you kind of see like how important was true Askelet to build Dorvin and how important was uh, using Askelet's great character to move this story forward. On that note, uh, like I mentioned before, uh, I think that we saw in uh, Askelet one of the greatest uh, anti-heroes in fiction, all fiction, that I uh, was able to witness. Uh, 
uh, do you have that same uh, same kind of feeling? Like, I think he's the perfect anti-hero of the story. How do you feel about it? Well, he has some anti-heroic deeds for sure. And you know, uh, for the first part, he's a pure will. Let's be honest. Yeah. When you see he he's tormenting people, he's butchering people, he's murdering, he's crippling them, and everything. And you know, he, he he's making this little monster during that steps in Torfin, and and while the story progresses, we see that he's that he has some different potential, some different goals. You know, when the war with uh, England starts and everything, he, he's not there just for money. He has his own principles. He's willing to follow. Yeah, and based with, you know, on what you said, uh, I have two points to make. You know, like you said, he is making the, the, this monster out of Torfin, which I found. Uh, th there's this part of me that just, like I said, I love this. See what I've become, characters like Torfin. You know, he he received uh, this tragedy happened to him, and he's now lost and seeking on the path of revenge. And you saw that theme mostly in anime, like uh, uh, yeah, uh, revenge-driven uh, character. But this one is special. And you know why? Because genuinely, Thorfinn, like, you, you, when you find out Thor's backstory, you realize that Thor isn't this saint. He isn't this... Uh, the, he became... He progressed as a person. He became... He isn't this bloodthirsty warrior anymore. And you kind of feel like... Uh, the, the things that Torfin did uh, in the process, becoming the criminal, becoming all these, doing these deeds that Escalade uh, told him to do, all the impacts of seeking rich, you know, that kind of makes him, kind of makes him bad in, in our eyes. And that's why we can't, like, hate Escalade later because our protagonist, we are supposed to be rooting for, he isn't a good person either. And on the other note, like, his code of honor when it comes to Escalade. Like, he's... Like, he's gonna uphold his ideals no matter what. In spite, like you said, in spite of the money, in spite of everything. And, uh, he has that ideal of patriotism when it comes to Wales and, you know, driving Canute later to becoming the king. And you see later, like, uh, there's some lies that he won't cross, but what he will do to get uh, his goals is, listen, he, he will... Uh, jump on everybody, stomp on everybody, kill anybody that he needs, but for those ideals and not for himself only. Yeah, and I'm really the fan of that part of him, of his readiness. He's ready to do what he wants all the time, no matter what the danger is. It is if it is a Torker or the King of Danish or anything. Yeah, and he's a really crafty character, really smart one, thinking out of the box, which is, which again makes him like drives us to like him, you know, and it's, that way it's great, but, but one scene that I particularly, you know, and it's one of the best episodes of the show, in, is his uh, backstory, like we gave us his backstory and what crime he did uh, to become who he is, like, what did you think when you were watching that, like, uh, I thought, like, in this world of Finland Saga, where everyone is kind of, you know, not a good person, you know, and very morally gray maybe this guy isn't isn't the baddest and just because of that i can like him i can you know root for him you know what i saw in that origin scenes i, I see that alternative origin of turf yeah yeah that, that's quite an interesting 
point as well, you know. Uh, but when it comes to that relationship with Thorfinn, at his, at his last moments, we see him in the series Escalade, like, he tells Thorfinn, which is maybe the most powerful scene for me, he tells Thorfinn, you fool, you go, you go live, you go find Vinland, you know, like, like Thor's told you, go, go see this world, you know, don't, don't die for this stupid shit, you know, and I'm thinking like, when the last moment we saw him, he was like a father to Thorfinn, almost, like, I think he pitied him in some sense, yeah, he, he for sure took the father's figure uh, to Thorfinn, and you know, their relationship between Askeladd and Thorfinn, it uh, looks like, uh, to me like Arias and Hounds, uh, yeah, relationship. And uh, considering that, which I said, like, you have this character that runs, runs, you know, wants to kill this character for, four, I think it was 14 years, and he loses their chance right now. Uh, and he kind of he's in despair he realizes what did I do for th these all years what did I became that's kind of a Ascalade sees that in Thorfinn and he's wondering that too at some point which is kind of crazy considering he used him in some sense but he's pitying him I'm repeating I think he's just you know has this thing where you know he if Thorfinn, whatever, at whatever point, said, I'm leaving, he wouldn't stop him. I'm 100% sure of that, you know. And you know, except in that uh, final scene where uh, Ascalero is dying, I think that pinnacle uh, and uh, raise of the curtain between uh, uh, on the relationship between Thorfinn and uh, Ascalero is in the fight uh, with uh, Ascalero had with uh, Bjork. Yeah, you know, you see his motives for keeping Thorfinn until now, for making him, you know, it's like Jordan B. Peterson philosophy, be a monster and then train uh, that monster in you. Uh, yeah, well, quite an interesting point you made. Uh, but uh, you can dissect every scene in, in that way because it's so, so complex. And when I'm thinking about their last clash, real clash that they had, you know, uh, Ascalade kind of tells him, like, he wants to kill him one-on-one -on -one in an honorable way, like, he thinks his father would want him, you know, not in some sleazy way, he thinks th that's the way he should kill him to honor his father's death. And, like, Ascalade tells him, like, grow up, you will never do that, you, you have to do this this way, the way I did it, you know, because this is this world that we live in. And if you want to achieve your goals, if you want to finally reach that ambition that, that you're so foolishly following you need to do this th this way and that's the only way to do it so it's quite an interesting philosophy in that way yeah. and it's interesting that Thorfinn and Asgard looks like the uh, two sides of the same coin in so many things yeah yeah and that's and that's why their dynamic is I mean I could talk about it for days you know the the, the dynamic between these two characters and that's one of the things that made uh Vinland Saga the Great. But the other thing I want to talk about as well is that his goals and ambitions, which we mentioned already, what he would do to achieve them. But I think, like, when he is protecting the whales and he has this ideal of whales and Canute, using Canute to to achieve this goal, he, he sees potential in him as well. Uh, but it's quite an interesting that Kenneth that was introduced as this uh, greedy, man, maybe money-obsessed, uh, he has that ideal of patriotism and just uh, something that's so pure, which is crazy, you know. Well, he's art descendant, isn't he? Uh, 
But uh, yeah. now that you you mentioned that greed and all of that in him, finally in that in that final uh, days of his life, you can see that that he's willing to sacrifice for something that he thinks is great, and and he he believes in Canut, and he does everything in him his power to make Canut worthy king. Yeah, and in that scene, the last scene we see him which is one of the greatest scenes I've ever saw in anything. Like, you finally have a stamp on, on, on uh, you know, that ideology that he isn't here for himself. In that world of villain saga, everybody turns on any side that he wants just uh, so he can benefit. But you realize that Ashkeled is one of those people that when it comes to those goals, he's willing to sacrifice himself, his life, just so it can go. It isn't about himself. It's all about those ideals. Like some holy person. Yeah, the same. And you know what I think that is really beautiful in the world of Winland Sack? It's that all those ha- characters that have appeared, you can uh, have someone in your own real life to identify with. Yeah, and that's why it's so it's so real, uh, the Winland Saga. Like, um, it doesn't use any fantasy. It's grounded in the real world. He has some, even some history in it, which makes it like those characters, how they're written, like it makes it so identifiable, like you said. And as you said, uh, that uh, you quoted Ascalid uh, in the opening, everybody is slave to something, which reminds me from one quote from Attack on Titan. But uh, I think you could make a villain saga, maybe even in, in live action, like in that sense. Uh, because it's so real, it could be adapted. That's why I think, uh, you know, that uh, term gets uh, used a lot, uh, around a lot these days. But this is truly one of those that you can say, big fiction. And you you know, uh, Vinland Saga shows you what path does the coward take and what path does the real man goes through. All that, uh, uh, that regression, that... Uh, aggression and uh, conflicts and everything that was beautiful i'm I'm just gonna say that 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 was beautiful Uh, i think this sums up the the conversation pretty nicely (laughs) (laughs) i honestly don't have anything (laughs) after that uh, line but uh, one thing i would uh, uh, not to ruin your (laughs) line but uh, what i'm left to say again watch Finland saga (laughs) <laughs> but if you made this through video, obviously watch it. Uh, and uh, Ascalade, one of my favorite characters uh, in anime and uh, in fiction general. So, uh, a classic one, definitely. We stay genuine, uncensored and unscripted. And we always will, as we have to order our usual. Share us, subscribe us, and stay tuned until the next Wednesday. Iguzo!